Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Harry Chambers. Welcome to another installment of The Split, our behind-the-scenes raw mini-episodes that you get every other Monday between traditional episodes of Severed. For this episode, Drew and I went back to Westfield, New Jersey to visit a few sites related to the John List case that we discussed in episode two. On this trip, we found the original site of Breeze Knoll, which was the estate that John List lived in with his family, the church that the family attended when they lived in Westfield, and we took a brief drive past the cemetery where his wife Helen and his children Patty, John Jr. and Freddie uh, are interred. Um, we hope you enjoy the episode. It was interesting. It was a bit somber for us, uh, but ultimately uh, we had a good time, and I hope that you have a good time listening. Okay, we are back in Westfield, and we are driving to the former location of Breeze Knoll that you heard about in episode two, the John List family house where these horrific crimes were committed. Right now we are in New Jersey, but I'm driving around a fucking New England style traffic circle, which pisses me off every time I'm in one. Uh, Okay, we got out of that without a scratch. Good for us. Uh, And uh, we are, oh, now I gotta be in the other, fuck. I'm in the wrong lane. (laughs) Uh, So you're gonna gonna be with us for a few extra minutes because I gotta make a, I'm on a right only now. I don't know the fuck I am. So I gotta go right now. Actually, no, am I doing the right thing? Oh, I'm doing the right thing. Never mind. Sorry guys, sorry for the fucks. Am I? What am I doing? No, you're fine. You're good. No, I'm not. To... I'm not. See? Am I? No, I'll just go the other way. Yeah, just follow follow North Ave West and make a right on Clark. Nah, see? Now it's rerouting you. Because right. I had to go around that other side of the... You know, it's Make fucking... a left on O. If you live in... If you're... the next block. I know. If you're a listener who lives in a state with traffic circles and for whatever reason you like them, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to offend, but this is fucking bullshit every time I'm in one. Um, okay. So... There's no traffic light here, but I guess I have to stop. Yeah, but I guess I have to stop, right? Because there's no traffic light. But (laughs) I don't know what to do here. Do we just not? I don't know. Like, there's literally there's a traffic light facing one way, but not our way. So I'm assuming we're at a stop, but I don't know. There's somebody behind me trying to get around. Is there just no traffic light? Do we just keep going? Is that what we do? I don't know. How does this work? Well, this guy's crossing anyway. Oh, this lady's going through. Okay, I guess we don't have a traffic light. We just, we just, okay. Well, I'm going to make a left on, I'm going to make a left on whatever this is. Maybe red. I don't know. No, no, I'm saying I thought that was a red light, a pretend red. This is very cute. It's like a nice little uh, town, quaint town square. There's like a sushi places and realtors and little shops and stuff. And the John nice. house is six minutes from the Westfield Watcher house. But as you know from episode two, the John List house burned down in August of 72. So whatever's on the location now, we're going to sketch. There's an Urban Outfitters. Yeah, how could they have a murder? There's an Urban Outfitters in a gap. <laughs> That's why. How could they? No, I'm just kidding. Right, this is why people were shocked in the 70s because the gap, I don't think the gap was here in the 70s. Right, um, right? was it? This is, but we, you know, we were in Westfield for our first episode of The Split going to the Watcher House and, um, I don't know. I didn't. We didn't get a glimpse of this downtown area over here, but it's very, uh, very nice. Adams Family Tavern. <laughs> it's, called, it's called the Adams Tavern, but it looks like the Adams Family. So it's we. This is Trader Joe's. This is Trader. Yeah, this tra- definitely wasn't around in the uh, in the seventies. I don't think. Um, we got the first Baptist church, John. Lynch, oh, that's the first. Oh, that's no, the first. It was part of a Lutheran church. 
I'm oh, I'm fuck off. You What's you really out. sad is that I did the episode. I should know better. She tricked me. Again, you're seeing behind the curtain in this button. You really see how much of the research Drew does and how little I do for anything. About 99%. Um, oh, you got me so excited. I know. Wait, so is there a Lutheran church that we should be on the lookout for? There's Folks, I don't want to make I don't want to make promises, but we're driving around. It's a Friday. Um, like a red it's a Friday. We're not doing too much. Friday's our day for kind of getting our podcasting stuff done. Listen, and we might... We might... Um, yeah, we might take a drive, if we have time, we might take a drive past the cemetery where the List yeah. family's buried. I don't know if we're going to go in, but I don't know if we'd be able to find the, the gravestone, but, uh, gravestone, but um, we might take uh, a drive past there. Um, but, you know, if we you know, if we can find or if we can see the Lutheran church or if it's still there, maybe we'll take a spin past that. Um, but we're about two minutes out from the former location of Breeznell, which was uh, 431, what was the address? 431... I'll tell you when it gets there, folks. No, it's 431 Hillside Ave. Hillside Ave. Uh, yeah, that's the... So that was the former location of Breeznell, the uh, the big mansion-y house with the ballroom that John List could not afford. Um, I don't know. Like, we're... You know, we were by Boulevard. Boulevard, although a tree-lined, very pretty and quiet street, as, you know, you heard from when we were walking around, there wasn't, you know, much uh, going on, um, seemed like uh, there was a little bit more traffic. This, you know, we're getting close to Hillside Ave, and this neighborhood, while I would say as spread out, seems to be even more tucked away, even a bit sleepier. Um, it looks near identical to the boulevard. And but it, it see, to me, it feels a little bit more, of, but it feels, except for that, what the fuck is that thing? Whoa, there's like a crazy modern Japanese pagoda looking house. You know, every like fancy neighborhood's got to have one house like that. There's like one eccentric who's got like a <laughs> Japanese style house. Uh, and then a bunch of like federals and colonials and stuff. Um, but the, um, wow, amazing but no, but this, this seems a bit more, a bit more spread out to me. It does. Look at this, look at the it property. It also seems, um, more on the end of upper yes. middle class or upper quieter, class. more spread out, you know, this person's running down the middle. Dare I say bougie. Um, now we're turning on the hillside. We're almost there. We're almost to where we, wow, this is really, yeah. Right. Now the question is, are you getting, and I'm not saying this in any kind of tabloid magazine-y mm -hmm. kind of way, but are you getting any like feels from being on the street? Like, I mean, the Watcher House is one thing yeah. and, you know, um, it had this, you know, pretty bad series about it and it was, you know, nobody really got hurt in that respect, but this is a, a whole different thing. Like there's some real, real, real darkness that happened on the street it's in this neighborhood. It's definitely chilling as we're turning down Hillside Avenue because of just the amount of death and darkness on the street that... I mean, no matter what's yeah. there now. All right, okay, here we are so uh, on the left, 431. So this house back this here, that house. was the wow. former location wow. of Breeze Knoll. This, this looks like what Breeze Knoll used to look yeah. like. Okay, so let's let's describe it to the listeners. So it's, again, it's another, like, kind you of... You can tell it has the bones of Breeze Knoll. So if you look at the original architecture and structure of Breeze Knoll... This is just kind of an overlapping image. Yeah, of I'm gonna it. I'm gonna go loop around. We're we're driving down, high, uh, driving down um, hillside. I'm gonna just we're we're looking at it. I'm gonna loop around. But anyway, sorry, Drew, didn't want to interrupt. Yeah. So um, yeah, basically the bones look very similar to to Breeze Knoll. That's what's eerie about it, and it's so inset from the road. It's got that U-shaped driveway. Wow. It's, it's inset from the road, but I'm definitely getting sort of. 
chill sensation is just driving down here. It's, it's, it's not that the neighborhood is eerie itself. It's just a reminder of what you know happened. Right. And well, that, I mean, like that's something that you can't really divorce from the neighborhood once something like that happens. Like there's an, you know, we talked, I think, um, at some point, uh, whether it was on the show or just you and I, but we were talking about, um, we were talking about um, just kind of being in a place where something happened and kind of feeling a sense of energy kind of left over from that place, uh, I right? I definitely do. I feel um, like my shoulders is just this kind of, this low-grade chill that you get. Go up to the next one after I Yeah. And in the background, we have this melodic music because that was what was playing when John List murdered his family um, in after. Move up a little bit more so I can get so, uh, oh, Florida. Definitely, definitely looks like a stately colonial style home. It's got the column, white columns, the black shutters, same as I described in episode two. This is just a rebricked version and rebuilt version, but looks it's very similar. I'm, I'm struck. Well, by I, so I see, like, I wonder how big the footprint was of Breeznoll because this is a very big house. There's a lot of property, but like, I mean, again. Maybe we're spoiled by having driven through Westfield looking at all these big houses, but I can't imagine there's a ballroom in this house. Can you? I mean, I don't see it. I don't think they would use it as a ballroom so much anymore. But if but do you think there's a room of that size in this home? It's likely because I think the structure looks very similar. The size looks similar. The plot is the same. Hmm. So why wouldn't there be? I imagine. I mean, it'd be interesting to look if we can get a virtual tour. You know, or we just get photos of or it. Or we just, you know, we just like walk up and just knock on the door. Excuse me. Yeah, you're gonna sell solar panels again. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Well, I'll solar panels the, might work here because. I'll do delivery, food delivery. Oh no, sorry, it's an erroneous order. But it's a very, yeah, it's a very. It's you extremely know, eerie too because there's a really large tree right in front that's kind of hiding it, really up, really tall trees. Yeah. And there's a kind of of quiet, ominous shadow that hangs over the house, and and not just because of the tall trees, but it's just. I don't know. I, I get the vibe that it's a very sort of mysterious house and definitely can feel the chill in the air. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it is set set back from the road just enough for there to be a level of kind of secrecy to it. Of something something could be going on in there. Um, it's just far enough back that there is that, you know, kind of element of being away from the public view. And the neighbors, you know, across the street and stuff, I mean, again, we have no idea if the landscaping was like this in the 1970s, but, um, you know, the neighbors have these really high hedges kind of blocking views of their property from the street. We can't really look into um, the windows we, the way we did on Boulevard when we walked by the Watcher House in that neighborhood. Like, people back here definitely look like they are observing their privacy a bit more. Definitely. So opposite the what was the list home, there are tall hedges, and so a lot of the houses are more secretly behind those hedges. So it's right. a bit more privacy than I would say the Watcher House so much. But again, I'm I'm getting such a sinking feeling in my stomach just sitting outside of this house right now. I I mean, just to remember everything that happened within there. I can I can hear the echoes of the gunshots. Um, not just from the seven-minute story like we replayed, but just that sense right. of history. And when you, when I was doing research, we were both doing research, when I was doing it, and as I was reading all the work on Crime Library, everything about the case, I could visualize the murders as they were happening. I guess it was the way it was described that made it so real and surreal at the same time. Right, yeah. But there's definitely an, an ominous presence to this house. Um, and again, it's beautiful architecture, white columns, two-story house, two um, fireplaces right. a and, brick face and black shutters and right. I, I, you know balcony up top it's it's a beautiful home it's well maintained they they've got um 
they've got a beautiful landscaping all maintained and everything but again just to know what happened here but i you know i also i just want to reiterate because i'm getting kind of lost in the um just the moment of being here but i you know i just want to reiterate to our listeners that you know this is not Breeznell. this is not the house that stood here this is not the house where this stuff happened this is a house that looks similar to um you know the house that was here this is a house that for all intents and purposes is giving us you know not to sound too gen z but giving us a vibe of uh you know what it might have felt like to sit in front of breeze and all um so we're we are you know using our imaginations a bit i don't want you to think that we're describing you know the house where this happened the house that you know as you heard about in episode two uh was uh, destroyed it was burned down it was arson suspected arson uh, the person was never caught uh only a few years after john list um, committed the murders and escaped um and so i would imagine they raised you know whatever was there and built this whole new house but um I don't know. It's got a vibe. I feel like, you know, there's something about the area, the property, just being here. Uh, that's giving, you know, giving me butterflies for sure. Just even sitting in the car outside. That's the exact feeling I have. I've got like a nervous knot in my stomach. It's, I've never, I've never felt this way visiting a location before. And I can imagine, you know, Liszt's blue Chevy Impala pulling up to those columns and getting out of the the car and waiting for Patty, knowing that she was going to be the third to be shot and Alma's body in the house and, and his wife. It was just Helen just lying there in pool of blood. I, it's just surreal being here. Yes. I've just got that knot in my stomach. I, I feel, I feel the way I didn't feel when we were walking around by the watcher house. No, this is a whole, totally a whole different, different ball of wax, mm-hmm. as they say. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not, it's not hunger. It's definitely nerves. <laughs> Yeah. I, I know hunger. That's and there looks like an feeling. annex on the house. Do you see that side? That that actually reminds me of the It looks like a, like a sunroom or a yeah, solarium like a, or something like yeah, that. that's but, what it looks um, like. I'm definitely getting an eerie feeling from it. And yeah. I'm just waiting for John List to peer out of a window. It's just so it's, I would describe the house, especially with this kind of... There's like a small window with some stucco at the top of this gable in the front of the house. And they have like a portico on the top of the top floor. And it, it, if I had to describe it in a word, I would say stately, it seems like. Absolutely. And, um, which makes it even eerier to, to, yeah. to think that something so messy and horrific happened in such a, a clean, clean brick, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. looking place. Beautifully well-maintained home, but definitely surreal. Definitely got knots in my stomach. Yeah. Um, and, and definitely shaded. You can definitely see where it's kind of that breeze and all it's that very shady effect. Yeah. But just unbelievable what happened here so many decades ago. All right, we are um, going to take a drive by a couple other John List sites. Yep. Um, first, we're going to take a drive by the Redeemer Lutheran Church, which is the church that John List and his family belonged to in the 70s. Uh, and then I think we're going to swing by the uh, Fairview Cemetery where um, the List family, uh, aside from John, are interred. Uh, and I don't think we're going to go in. I don't know if we'd be able to even find the headstone, but we're going to take a drive by. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, between takes here, when we were uh, parked outside of uh, the house, uh, Drew pulled up a picture of Breeznell. Now, I was under the impression that they just... Know, the house burned down they demolished the house and uh they rebuilt it from the studs up but drew found a picture of breeze Knoll from the 70s and this house that we're looking at uh is i don't want to say nearly identical because it's brick it looks a little bit different color wise but the profile is there it's got the kind of side sunroom 
Uh, the front is the same, the columns, it even has the dual chimneys, one on each side. It's like the same profile. So what must have happened was the house must have burnt down and they maintained some of the frame and they reconstructed it to basically the original shape, which yeah. gives me even more willies than, than originally planned. So we're going to put pictures of uh, Breeznell and of this home on our Instagram for this episode. Yeah, you guys can see back to back. But it's uh, that, I mean, that, that creeps me out thinking about that even more. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, not to, not to judge the current residents, but I just don't know how one could live in a space where something like that happened. Like, I mean, you know, it's not the same house, but, you know, I don't know, you know, if there are such things as spirits, you know, I wonder if there are parts of the original Breeze Hole, Breeze Knoll in that house. And if so, you know, are those spirits, uh, you know, lingering in those planks of wood, those bricks, those stones in the foundation? I don't know. Just um, the memory, just the awareness of it. You know, and I, I can imagine people, I mean, it's, it's maybe a lesser known case outside of Westfield Watcher, but I imagine some people would want to check it out. This actually looks more like reasonable. We're passing by a house that has got that white Yeah, Westfield, black look shirt. at all this shit. There's yeah. some, like, Christmas decorations, some angels and shit across here. Weird. Um, guys, I'm February. But, um, yeah, I mean, Westfield, the theme of Westfield seems to be the town where shit happened, but doesn't look like the place it was portrayed as on tv we found like for for the the watcher and for for Breeznell, i feel like we found 10 houses that would have looked like more convincing versions of the real house than the real house did right isn't that weird yeah, sure. i don't know so we're we're driving down uh, dudley ave and we're gonna turn on to clark street and the uh redeemer lutheran church is a minute away so driving uh you know this is probably about three minutes from where Breeznell was yeah. Um, it was described as being down the street. I mean, not exactly, but I, you could you could walk probably about a 15, 20 minute walk, I would say. Um, looks like this is gonna be bordering some kind of park or green space over here. Oh, this is very pretty. It's a very pretty neighborhood. Um, and, you know, again, the, you know, uh, outward appearances are deceptive, um, but the attractiveness of the neighborhood really makes you feel even more creeped out that something like this could happen, you know, really anywhere. Um, this is definition of small town. Uh, and I would never in my wildest dreams imagine that something, you know, do, is, is there domestic violence? Sure. Are there homicides? Sure. Is there, you know, uh, you know, assault and robbery? Sure. Uh, but something that horrific as a, as a, you know, quadruple homicide. Uh, so we are now pulling up. We're going to let this person go. Oh. Uh, we are now pulling up to the Redeemer Lutheran Church. They have adult Bible study uh, Sunday worship at 9 and 10 a.m. We're going to park right in front of the church. And it is, uh, you know, uh, it is a, you know what, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drive around a little bit and we'll park as we're, as we're talking. But I would say now, Drew, I want to get your hot take on this, but I would say this church is like ultimate, ultimate John list, right? This compared to some of the other churches that we've seen, uh, in the neighborhood, there's like a you know Methodist church, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, this church is very, very, very demure. Almost, I don't want to say Puritan. It's a small red brick uh, building. Uh, it looks like it's got some kind of you know office or rectory or something attached to it, and it's very unassuming. It's almost old world looking. It's got stained glass windows, and it seems, you know, you know, architecturally as a building uh, to be 
you know, the church version of John List as a person. Buttoned up. I agree 100% when you said that. Buttoned like up, minimal, not yeah. ostentatious in the slightest. Very Old fashioned. Cold, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, like these wooden doors. Uh, it's got wooden doors that you would find in like an old church in like Europe, these stained glass windows. It looks very. It's got an Ar- yeah, Argyle style windows. It looks very like, I don't, don't want to say like Scandinavian, but like almost like Germanic. It looks like an old European Puritan. You know, kind of a church. It does not Very look also like neat and buttoned up. right. And I, I guess German makes sense. It's Lutheran, right? Like like Luther, who was German, right? So that's the whole uh, idea. Um, this definitely very, personifies um, John List, for right? Sure. Right. I mean, it is, there's nothing grandiose about this building. Um, even the uh, the spire with the with the cross on the top of where the chapel is, I guess, inside is um, very small. I mean, I, I've I've seen, constantly see these big churches, uh, you know, in this town, towns where, you know, we usually are in Jersey, um, this is not one of those, uh, at all. This is a small, this looks like a church you would find in a small village in Europe or something where like, you know, a village of like 500 people would go to a small little church and worship. Um, yeah. And and it's adjacent to the Roosevelt intermediate school, which I wonder if any of the list children attended. Right. Because it's only about a four minute drive. Right. Who's back From here? We might have a couple of Lutherans behind us. They just pulled up behind us. Maybe. Oh, no. It's like a nice old lady. No, they live in the apartment they, complex right. right across the street. Um, <laughs> but it is, um, yeah. It's yeah, a, very dark, foreboding, unassuming. Yes. Um, very modernist. Uh, very stoic and stern. And it, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Stern. Stern, 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 stern. I can imagine if I, you know, were someone like Patty List, who was young and vibrant and wanted to rebel, this would be the kind of place that would absolutely inspire rebellion. This is uh, authoritarian and repressive and, uh, I mean, and we haven't even walked inside, but, you know, from the outside, that's what I'm getting, the vibe, 100, 100%. Um, yeah, weird, I don't know. So we're going to take a drive uh, over to Fairview Cemetery also uh, and uh, give you folks a hot take from there. All right, so we are on Copperwaith Place. We're going to take a left on East Broad, uh, which I think is the street where Fairview Cemetery is. Um, there's there's more to see here if you are interested. I almost said if you're fans of, of the list murder. I mean, you know, we're not really fans, but, you know, if you are interested in um, the story, the true crime, uh, you know, we haven't driven by the high school. I mean, there, I mean, there's endless places, I'm sure, that we could, um, you know, probably spend the whole day here walking around, looking at stuff. Um, but we're going to just take a quick drive past Fairview Cemetery uh, and just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I need, like, closure or something. I have this this weird vibe, right? We're saying we have this weird kind of feeling in our stomachs and weird nerves from just driving through this place where this really horrific and important thing happens. Yeah, and we're um, circling back to Broad Street, which yeah. um, is, again, in a quaint little heart of town of Westfield, where opposite Westfield Tobacco finds cigars, whereby... You know, all these different buildings and eateries and Coffee shops, roasters. lively, you know, it's very lively. And then this is offset from what we were saying a moment ago, which is off off air, which was just how the entire town embodies list, I right. think, you know, very yeah. s- suburban, but also upscale, buttoned up, but also very stoic and reserved. Right. Yeah. I, I still can't get over that church. That church was... I mean, I, I we have some pictures we'll post on our Instagram for you folks, but it was John Liston Carnage. Personified, absolutely, right. 100%. Um, which, is, which is weird. It's weird to me that one's aesthetic and one's outlook can mesh um, so much and that, 
you can see the outward projection or maybe maybe the projection of the town is on him i don't know you know i don't know westfield in the 70s uh you know how buttoned up and serious and reserved it was as a town maybe that was his we already know you know from episode two um how obsessed john list was with keeping up with the joneses right so maybe it was the town that got to him to a degree you know maybe it was you know it was a number of other things it was the, you know his history with his father and his worry about finances but you know i don't know maybe this town uh when you're living here you know maybe there's a an aspect of that kind of aspirational nature of what you need to have or do or be to live here but this is really just your your classic um you know pretty kind of downtown space we got the uh this is a right only this is a right only all right well we'll go around the block <laughs> we've got an old um, style well we're not from here you know, we're, gonna go, we're just gonna go straight because yeah, we don't know where we are the rialto yeah we got like we got uh real classic downtown americana stuff here you know yeah see look oh, here's yeah. the presbyterian, the church. presbyterian church presbyterian church is wow. so tall it looks like it's poking god in the ass the spire is oh, so high uh, that's a, that's a church, right? That is a real church, making a statement. The Lutheran church, not the, and here's another one. Here's the uh, is it Episcopal, I want to say. That yes, shield. Episcopal, Episcopal church. church, again, very pretty. A little bit Town of Westfield Municipal older building. looking than the uh, the other church across the street, but nothing like that Lutheran church. Very quaint, Americana, very... Like the Lutheran church is, you know, I guess that's the principles of Lutheranism, right? It's being kind of like bare bones and not ostentatious and not, you know, into like... I'm not going to talk about Lutheranism. I don't know shit. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. Like, it just seems like it's Martin Luther, born out of the spirit of, like, you know, kind of walking away a little bit from the decadence of the other church. So well, now we're, we seem to be on the block, the very medical block where all the doctor's offices are. Which are all in, like, little houses and stuff. Yeah, which Westfield. is a, pretty, pretty par for the suburban course. Westfield Memorial Library. Library. I mean, if we see anything else, like, the high school will tell you. I'm sure this is very interesting. <laughs> like, there's a library, there's a doctor's office. Right. We're almost there, though. We're about a minute and a half away from... Fairview Cemetery. Broad Street, yeah. Um, yeah, I can see it on the map. It's coming up. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. Westfield is... Uh, is this your first time in Westfield? This is mine. I think it's my first time in Westfield. I definitely... If I've been, I've been through. I have not um, driven around. Now you're getting this. the whole scenic tour. Yeah, now you're getting the whole scenic tour. The history. Yeah. Hopefully for two podcasters and hopefully decent storytellers we're giving you some scene and mood and texture of where we are, but... Um, yeah. Is this another church? Or is this Temple, Temple Emmanuel? Okay. Okay. Um, coming up towards Fairview Cemetery. Winchwood, there's a little gated community up here. It is, you know, it's it's got, you know, a good mix of, I would say, upper class and upper middle class, right? This is not a blue collar area. This is real, you know, as we would say in Jersey, it's kind of ritzy. Definitely. Nice, you know. Um, we got some traffic up here. There's a cop block in the road. We don't have to tell you all these details, but if there's a slight pause in the discussion, I just want you to know why. We're not just wasting your time, folks. You also can fast forward this part. That's fine. We're stuck behind Riviera Produce. <laughs> <laughs> these houses, again, and these are even more spaced out than when we were on the, the watcher block, actually. Yeah, these are smaller houses now. Smaller houses. Alright, we're in traffic. So, done. why don't we take this time to tell you folks about uh, our upcoming episode 3. <laughs> Uh, episode three is going to cover some New Jersey homegrown urban legends and myths. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, I think this will be a good one. We had some fun recording oh, episode three. Had a lot of research went into it, um, and we're going to be talking about kind of the most um, common areas in Jersey to hit, right? Based on urban legends, right? And myths surrounding it, like you know Clinton Road, Shades of Death Road. 
We're going to dine at some restaurants that are allegedly haunted and, of course, talk about the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I don't think we have any Westfield sites, but we're, we're spending plenty, plenty of time here for episode one and episode two. All right, so we are approaching. We had to stop because of the freaking traffic. We didn't want to make you sit in traffic with us. We didn't want to make you experience vicarious traffic. That's the that's the death knell of a podcast. Uh, but we are right by the cemetery. I can see kind of through. I think I can see the property of it through these branches here. Um, but it's pretty expensive. Yeah, I don't I don't know how we would get in here and find the uh, the list marker. Yeah, it's it, you know, but we're driving by now. Um, we can't see too much. Uh, I can see some gravestones yeah, through the bushes. Yeah, so I, I just, I just felt like it's something yeah, that we should. There it is. We, we can actually do. see some headstones now. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't know. Brick black. It's gates, it's pretty iron. it's pretty expensive. I don't know if we would be able to get in there and find where the list uh, gravestone is, but um, this is the final resting place of the list children and. Uh, mother. It's a um, sprawling cemetery. It is. So many different levels. It is. Um, and it's, you know, as with the town, very spread out and idyllic and, and um, filled with green space. Um, I think also there's oh, a right funeral now. happening. Okay, so a funeral I, happening. Yeah, so we're not going to prank around, but um, I just felt like uh, it was worth a drive by since we're here. I think that um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's a closure thing or just seemed appropriate. To, uh, you know, from the cars we drive by, maybe pay respects here, but um, this is the Fairview Cemetery. This is where the List family. Uh, also, part of part of retelling this is retelling what happened, and also remembering the lives that were lost. Right. That's what's important. Right. And that, and to kind of cover the gamut of the story, right? We had the house, we had the church, we had you know, the, now like you know where this actually ends up here. Um, um, no, I'm not going to pull in because there's there's a lot of traffic. There's people getting buzzed in. There's cops. There's a funeral going on. I think it's you know. It's okay to just kind of drive by, There's but... There's so many levels of... Hills and... Rolling hills with headstones. Yeah. And I don't... Yeah, I don't think we'd be able to find the headstone unless we went into, like, the office and asked the location. I mean, I'm sure they would tell us, but I... That's a... That's a whole other split episode. Um, it's definitely something to ride by and know where the list family is. Yeah. Where their remains are. For sure. Um, although Alma, Alma is actually... Alma's in a different state, right, her family, and uh, John is, we don't know, he was buried in a, they think he was buried in a potter's field uh, where prisoners were buried, and that somebody uh, came to claim his remains, we don't know who that was, and more of the mystery. So, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Split, um, it was uh, it was an interesting one, we had a good time talking to you, also, you know, a bit somber, but I mean, can't, can't all be shits and giggles all the time. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed. Uh, please write to us at severedpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions about our travels to Westfield, uh, check out the list locations. Uh, follow us on Instagram at severed underscore podcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash severed podcast. And tune in next Monday for episode three, New Jersey Myths and Urban Legends. We'll see you next time. <laughs>